Garage Guys NASCAR podcast is brought to you by Hooters. That's right. Hooters is for race day. Hooters is for garage guys. We all know this. And right now, if you download the Hooters app or go to order.hooters.com and use promo code garage guys, you're going to save $10 on any $30 or more to go order. That offer is valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders $30 or more. And use promo code garage guys while dining in just by telling your Hooters waitress about promo code garage guys to save you $10 on any $40 plus dine in order valid at HOA locations for food, non-alcoholic beverages and merchandise. Enjoy your Hooters and enjoy the garage guys NASCAR podcast. It's the garage guys NASCAR podcast. We're talking betting at circuit of the Americas, the echo park grand prix is upon us it is the weekend officially happy saturday to everyone listening to this happy sunday if you waited till sunday morning to listen to this if you did wait till sunday morning to listen to this the odds are probably different because qualifying has happened but if you're listening to this right now on saturday morning before qualifying you're in for a treat because we're going to talk about some of the bets that you can hammer right now before qualifying and probably after qualifying, maybe maybe not all of them. But but the beautiful part of this show is not only are we going to talk about that, is that for the first time in Garage Guys NASCAR podcast history, a man that has been hanging out with us pretty much all year so far, a new addition to the Garage Guys uh, universe, Garage Guys squad, team, whatever you want to call it, Mr. Tony Ball. Tony Tone. Yes, sir. The man himself. He is, uh, it's his first time guest hosting on the show. Tony, how has your evening, uh, been? It's Friday while we're recording this. Um, you, you've been, you've been doing some I racing, Tony. Yep. My evening has been great. I've been, uh, digging the, uh, gen four cars at Richmond on I racing and, uh, ready to, ready to get some bets in. Okay. I like that. I like hearing that. So he's already in the the spirit. He's already in the mindset, even though he's in Richmond, he's already in next week. There's no odds for Richmond though. There's odds for Coda and uh practice went down earlier today. A lot of people were probably wondering why they couldn't watch practice as it was happening. But if you were one of those lucky people that were keeping up with it, whether it be, you know, on the NASCAR app, like myself, listening to the scanners, um, you were able to uh, do some trickery if you knew what you were looking for because there was a certain sports book that uh, that had no idea practice was going on. They were they were just like the majority of casual fans. Uh, big shout out to FanDuel, shout out to FanDuel for for turning a blind eye while practice was happening at Circuit of the Americas. Because good lord, if you were one of the people that got to bet on Tyler Reddick at plus nine hundred, it's probably a good morning for you. Couldn't and, believe all the notifications I was getting. Yeah, you were getting a lot. The Discord was going pretty, pretty nuts. And and I love the fact that we kept it quiet. Um, you know, subtle things are okay. Like I'll, you know, I tweeted like I love FanDuel. That, that you don't know, you don't know what what that could be about. I could just literally be expressing my love for the app. You know, and and honestly, I do love FanDuel, Tony, uh, because of <laughs> how they do these things. And this isn't the first time it's happened. They did it a lot last year, so. Um, I, I don't know if you were able to uh, to to catch some of those practice sessions, and, and what was even worse was they were actually on television. They were actually being televised. Have you have you ever got to hit something while like that on Fanduel while it was actually happening? 
never got to never got to do it but i've always been on the sidelines cheering everybody on while they get to just jealous yeah it was uh it, I, I can't remember exactly how many races it was but like the discord the discord's free that's what we tell everybody all the time if you're if you're just now listening to this show and you haven't joined the discord yet then uh you know sucks for you sucks mistake. big mistake there was a lot of uh there was a lot of good top 10 odds that that were smashed and hammered as well uh maybe some top fives uh because FanDuel pretty much left everything that they had up and we're going to talk a little bit about what they have available now how some of these lines have moved but before we do that let's definitely get into practice and talk about what happened um and just the weekend in general so for those of you guys that don't know uh you know circuit of the americas is going to be a little bit different this year um tony and i were discussing it a little bit before we decided to hit record and some of these things that are different i'll, I'll just name uh, a couple of things is uh is going to be no stage breaks uh so no cautions when this happens which is huge because this is going to really align nascar road racing with some of the other series like formula one or, you know, maybe even it's just Formula One, basically. It's going to be like if Formula One <laughs> was NASCAR. Um, and, and I know that I, I'm excited about it for sure. And it, and it's really good for motorsports betters all around, too, because yep. you, you don't have to worry about the, the shuffle, you know? I love that they're not doing this. I think they should do it ever, at every track. I love that they're not doing the stage breaks. It made road course racing so boring to watch because it was just right up through the first two stages and then you cut the third stage in half. And that just isn't fun. Road racing back in the day was, you know, you have to run it backwards. There was some sort of strategy involved. We're not going to get like the tire fall off that we would get at like a Sonoma or something like that we'd usually get to where maybe tire strategy would come into play. But um, I think we're still going to get some decent strategy that's going to make the race watchable throughout the whole thing yeah it's, it's going to shake things up in the pits i mean it makes it way more strategic i feel like because like you were saying the strategy itself is when you have those stage breaks everybody comes in everybody pits it's like this mm -hmm. equal playing field almost for everyone so you don't really get to see the 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 mind of the crew chief and and how the this all works together and and i feel like that's such an important part of racing that we've missed that that we need to have back because that's what made the the non-stage break races the best because not only did you get to see these drivers that were great you got to see what crews were great you got to really get inside the minds of the crew chiefs and i think it's very important that nascar get back to where we're not just glorifying the driver in the car mm -hmm. and the sponsor but actually the guy the the mind in the booth and and these guys that are busting their ass and almost getting hit by cars 24 7 that are putting these cars together so it really puts this race in the hands of more than just the driver and, and i miss green flag pit stops you know and we're gonna see those again today all right you know on sunday on sunday for the cup series race yeah and then on on sunday too like our, on saturday we're not gonna jump into the bets uh if you got to watch dale center you got to get a little bit of taste of you know what you might see in the xfinity series and in the truck series and by the way you might be wondering where's dale dale is actually in austin texas so he's going to be at the race this weekend so make sure you're following him at dale tanhart to keep up with all of the shenanigans that that he's going to be getting into at the track um no book of road there though 
um book of road uh, is the sacred book it's in its little wooden majestic box under lock and key it's not going to make the trip to to austin unfortunately so for for all of you guys that were listening to this wondering if the book of road was going to show back up it, it's not making its trip because it's a it's a brand new race it's a new strategy the the book needs to to to, to harness the power and understand what it's going to see now and and i, I don't know if if the the drivers are ready for that tony I, I don't know if they're ready for the full unleashing of a, of a real road course race's power because when yeah. i brought that book to imsa when we brought it to the exactly or what happened exactly and look at what now since the book of road isn't going to be there look at how good jordan taylor did in practice yeah i think that is the sole reason because if that book of road would have went there look what it does to sports car drivers Oh, yes. Yeah. Shout out Scotty Mack. Uh, me and Scotty have actually uh, been in a Twitter beef about the Book of Road. I still believe it's a sacred book, and I hope that everyone will out there will believe it's a sacred book because it is a sacred book. Boris said, said it himself. You know, it's a sacred book. He said that last year. But yeah, the, it's, it's, it's almost like it, the book forgot. It's been so long, it forgot how a real road course race ran. Mm -hmm. So when it got to the Rolex 24, it just completely shattered the hopes and dreams of, of Scotty and Joseph. Um, I, I got to find a way to keep it away from Scott. Cause like he, he literally texted me. He was just like, dude, he was like, I, I'm going to find a way to destroy that book. He was like, I'm going to find a way. And I'm like, bro, you need to chill. I don't like that. Mm -mm. Scotty Mac is out for blood, dude. That, that's, that's what the garage guys account tweeted. Uh, it said biggest indie car rivalry right now is Scotty Mac versus the book of road. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. There's really not a lot of rivalries out there. But anyway, get, getting back into uh, getting back into this, just to kind of give a little debriefing. Uh, track size: three point four one miles. Okay, this is going to be twenty turns on Coda Road, as we call it here at Garage Guys. Sixty-eight laps. Stage one and two will be fifteen laps each, followed by the final stage, which is thirty-eight laps. And what else, Tony, is is the big kicker this week? And not only is it the stage breaks going to be different, but the cars are going to be different as well. Yep, cars are going to be different. We got that new uh, low downforce package. We ran it once. We ran it at Phoenix. Uh, it's going to be ran basically everywhere that they run a short track or road course. Basically, wherever you can put rain tires on, they're going to be running this low downforce package. The Two inch rear spoiler, removal of diffuser strikes, all that technical stuff uh, gets rid of 30% of the downforce. And I think it's just going to bring some of the good uh, road course racers and just talented drivers in general to the front. Once you, you know, you get rid of downforce, make them less easy to drive, less easy to just gas down and go through the corners. I think it's going to bring talent forward. Yeah. Maybe that's why we're seeing these Toyotas perform a little bit better. Um, mm hmm. A lot of people are looking at, you know, Tyler Reddick, the red dog. The red dog is the road dog. Um, he's really the guy that we need to kind of talk about moving into these practice times that we saw. He led the field and in five lap averages, he was almost half a second, um, you know, quicker than everyone else. So it looks like Toyota is definitely finding some benefit from this package and, to, to just kind of discuss the, the practice that happened, it did air later on Fox from what Tony told me. I did not know that it aired late because everybody was like, what the fuck? Take what the, the light. 
tape delay. Well, what tape was delay. on? What was on? And it's I have no idea because it wasn't March Madness. I was wondering what was so important, and it's not like March Madness was playing on FS1, so I have no idea what was playing this afternoon that was so important that they could not air practice for fifty minutes. Yeah, maybe it was just like a fifty-minute time slot, but that that doesn't make sense. I saw I saw uh, our guy Troy from the Discord tweet something about how they were airing a rerun of poker whenever trucks were doing practice and quality. Wow. What a slap in the face. And, and that's why I made that video, you know, NASCAR on Fox where you, 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 you go, you go to Fox for NASCAR and there's no NASCAR on Fox. It's like, what, 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 what's happening here? What are we doing? This is one of the most anticipated races of the weekend. This is the first road course race of the season. One of the only places we're actually getting a full 50 minute practice session. <laughs> it's like, don't let, don't let, don't let everybody see what, what, what this really is, what, what, how beautiful it is to just look at, look at this. But we'll air the, we'll air the seven and a half minute practice sessions that everybody gets that we break into two groups. Mm -hmm. You know who would <laughs> Tony speed channel speed channel wouldn't have done this to Dude, us. Dude, speed channel would never do this to us. Where's Kenny Wallace? Where is he? Kenny. Speaking of Kenny, a little off topic. On top of Kenny, I've been driving the Stacker 223 in the in the iRacing this week. So shout out Kenny Wallace. Straight up, dude. Nothing to give you premature heart failure faster than that Stacker, <laughs> baby. Shout out to that Stacker. That Stacker life. Give, just giving truckers heart attacks since 1978. Boy. World's number one fat-burning supplement. Oh, yeah. I took a Stacker <laughs> 2 one time on a drive home uh, in the RV. I was, like, so fucking tired. We were driving home from Dover. And I took that stacker too, bro. And it's like someone injected fucking jet fuel into my veins, dude. I did not like the way it made me feel, bro. It kept me awake. Oh, like, God damn. It's like you could feel the fluid running through you. It was like turning your blood like into gasoline. It was real. It was real grimy. It was I need to give me one of those. You try that, huh? It's like it's like if a bumblebee was on heroin and it got into your mouth somehow. It's not. It's it, it's like you think it would be real slow, but it's not. It does the opposite. That's a hell of an analogy. Yeah, I try. I try to come up with them. Sometimes I don't let them all slip out. But getting back into things that have nothing to do with stackers and uh, and heroin bumblebees, uh, let's talk about practice. Tyler Reddick led the board, followed by Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, and William Byron. Also, another surprise was Bubba Wallace was inside of that top ten uh, list with the drivers. Uh, he was tailed by Michael McDowell. Then Denny Hamlin, Chris Bell, Alex Bowman, uh, and, and Austin Dillon. And these are the five lap averages that I'm looking at here, guys. So that's not like the overall uh, lap averages are the actual order of practice. I don't, I don't personally give a fuck about the overall practice, like who finished one through ten. That doesn't, that doesn't matter to us. What matters to us is these averages. These mm -hmm. averages show us what we're really going to want to see. And, you know, unfortunately, Tyler Reddick was the only driver to record a 10-lap average. No other driver went that deep. And it's understandable because it is a big track. It is different. There's a reason there's only 68 laps, and it's going to make up for the, you know, the time that it needs to make up for. But we did see a four-second fall-off between the five-lap and the ten-lap average for Tyler Reddick. So it's going to be interesting to see what this fall-off looks like for these other drivers. We don't have that data yet. So we're still a little bit blind there. However, 
seeing that a Toyota was up top, that it was Tyler, knowing how good Tyler Reddick is at road course race. This is a guy that has won on two road course races. This is a new road course race guy. The red, the red dog is the road dog. And in the last time we were at a road course race with Tyler, the man told me straight up, he's like, I'm going to win this race. And he went out and won Indy, uh, the Indy road. So anytime I see him up top like that, and he's got those kind of times, I just, I'm going to go ahead and believe. So I got him at the plus 900 area. And right now I know over on Caesar Sportsbook is uh, where they have the most odds for this race that are out right now. Uh, he is plus 475 and then plus over 750 at FanDuel. Plus 750 at fan. Yeah, that's the best number I can find right now. Okay, so write that down. If you have not got to bet on Tyler Reddick yet, ride with the Garage Guys. You know to follow us on Action Network. Not only is Dale and I on Action Network, Tony's on Action Network as well, and he has a wild fucking record, by the way. Shout out to Tony's record. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I would say that FanDuel is going to be your best bet to go ahead and bet on Tyler Reddick right now with that plus 750. So you need to go ahead and get over there make that happen because they for some reason still have Kyle Larson as the favorite at plus 650 and Chastain at plus 800 which is also great odds on Ross yep believer in that Mm -hmm. as well did you see where he threw a watermelon off of the tower at Coda did not I did not dude he hit the bullseye bro like this dude is good and he hit a bullseye Get a bullseye with a watermelon off the Coda tower dude I mean you gotta you gotta think about that plus 800 Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, dude, if like, you know how he's got that little side eye going on? Like he's got that little eye that kind of like veers off to the right a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, his vision is fucking spot on for him to get a bullseye <laughs> from the top like that. So don't let that little crooked eye fool you, bro. It's real. And no no harm meant to uh to to Ross Chastain with that. I know I know some people. You remember what was it? Barstool Riggs? Didn't he have that little yep. eye? He got eye surgery. He got it fixed. Mike they- McCarthy, famous NFL coach. I he, I always say you can read two playbooks at one time out there on the Cowboy sideline. Mm-hmm. I don't think Ross should get it. I think that he needs to keep it the way it is. It's important. I agree. Ross is uh Ross has already won here at Coda. Shout out to that plus four thousand hit last year. Out, out to it. It was a fat one, but we love that. So yeah, looking at some of the the the, the lap averages that we had, you know, another driver that if you did look at the practice finisher, uh, the finishing order for practice, Jordan Taylor finished 10th in the nine car. I don't think it's really any surprise that we see a road course driver from IMSA come to the best equipment or arguably the best equipment in NASCAR with Hendrick in the car of what is known as the best road course racer, even though he is yet to win one in the next gen car, which he will though. When Chase Elliott comes back, he's going to win a road course race. He touched the book of road sacred book. Uh, but if Jordan Taylor would touch it, like we mentioned earlier, it might've been bad time, but for Jordan to do that and, and show that, that he, you know, could finish, or he, he must've put down one of the faster laps, obviously his lap averages do not look as hot. He is way down the list on five lap averages. So maybe don't get a little too, don't, don't get too excited about betting on Jordan Taylor for like, you know, a top 10 or a top 10. I think the best odds I saw on him was like plus plus one seventy five on FanDuel. Um, I don't know if you've seen anything different, Tony. Um, nope. That was the best that I saw as well. Plus 175 on FanDuel. Yeah. So 
I, even at those odds, even if he was like right there in tenth, like on the lap averages, I probably would still, you know. But I do see here um, on a website that I use, ifantasyrace.com. Shout out Ryan; he puts out great stuff every week. Um, in his practice notes. Uh, he says that he he doesn't know why, but he says, I will note that Taylor had what I would deem as a misleading five lap average. Uh, he does not know why, but um, it was misleading. So that might be might be down there for some sort of dumb reason. Yeah. And another thing, too, if you do want to look at it from that perspective, is the fact that I, I didn't get to watch. I don't know how many times he came in or how many times mm-hmm. he made it. But I mean, it is his first time driving a cup car. I will say that. So for him to finish in, you know, in 10th in practice and to be his first time in a cup car, to me, that that is pretty damn good because you didn't see Kimmy and you didn't see Jensen Button. You didn't see any of those guys up there. And so it is a testament to the equipment, I guess. But yeah, very, very odd. He's also been running. Uh, he's the coach for the Garage 56. So he's been running some laps in that. Now, granted, you know, it's not the same era wise. They kind of have it modified, but he does have a little bit more laps in the next gen car than like those other guys came up to the track. And yeah, big true. Uh, you know, I'm looking at it now. You know, another odd thing, Tony, that I'm seeing here and, and for everybody else that's listening to like Daniel Suarez finished mm-hmm. behind. Jordan Taylor and five lap averages, uh, as well as AJ Allmendinger and Austin Sendrick, which are three guys that are probably going to get bet on pretty heavy. I mean, Suarez, Suarez like, did not practice good at all. Uh, and I mean, who knows what qualifying is going to hold, but to see AJ Allmendinger down there as well is, is also pretty, uh, pretty wild. And then Sendrick was another one that finished up there. So it's weird to see, you know, 21 through, uh, or, or Taylor Suarez, Almondinger and Sendrick there. So that's definitely something to kind of keep an eye on maybe. Um, and, and if that is the case, I wonder why it was just those guys that did that. But one guy that didn't have any issues that I bet on earlier in the week, uh, let's go ahead and sliding into outrights. Um, uh, my early outrights this week were Suarez, Chris Bell, and Austin Dillon at plus 8,000. Austin Dillon actually was not in a bad spot. He finished, um, I want to say he was 10th in, in five-lap averages, which is pretty fucking decent, or either 12th through 10th. I don't know. They got some weird numbers on here. But, uh, but yeah, to see him do that with the five-lap averages is, is definitely something that makes me feel good. So I, I, I don't know. I don't think Austin Dillon's going to win this race by any means. But it I think that was a good number. Yeah, that was a great number. So I I want to look. I'm waiting to see what these top 10 odds are going to be. And going over to Caesars, I would say this right now. A bet that I would be that I think is is a great bet, um, regardless of, of the odds, because I really think that this can happen is to bet Austin Dillon top 10. I just don't know exactly where we're going to get the, the Plus 500 on FanDuel. Yeah, I think that he's I w- under Jimmy Johnson right now. Ty, he's under Ty Gibbs. I mean, he's under Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah, I mean the fact I I, I can't get over this, and I know we're going to get into it, but the fact that Kimi Raikkonen has the same odds for a top ten as Ty Gibbs right now on FanDuel is asinine to me. And what is that? What is that? Lit- plus four thirty. Yeah, and yeah. and Talk on Cesar's, he's plus Ty Gibbs. That is is plus one fifty for a top ten. And on FanDuel, he's plus 430. If you cannot get out your absolute hammer, your sludge hammer, your triple H sludge hammer, and put that down on it, I mean, that is it right there. 
Yeah, I agree 100%. That's why earlier today, the the bets I will say that I took, just to go ahead and give them to you right now, was the Bubba plus 430, and I may have already said this, but uh, or actually, I think I just told Tony, guys. I just told Tony before we started this, but I'm going to go ahead and just lay them out, and then I want you just to lay them out. No context, just lay out what you have right now so that everyone can hear and that you guys out there will be informed and know what we are riding here in the garage. For me, I have Bubba Wallace plus 430 for a top 10. I have Ty Gibbs plus 430 for a top 10. And I did my little dart throw on Ricky Stenhouse plus 1,900 for a top 10. And I'm adding Austin Dillon plus 500 for a top 10 on FanDuel as well as we speak. So that's going to go over on the action app. Uh, those are the most updated bets that I have to give you guys before we kind of just sift around a little bit and look. Tony, what are you packing right now for the uh, for, for for the fam? What what are you riding? Whether the right now for the fam, looking at current odds, um, I'm also riding that Ty Gibbs plus four thirty. You have to have to get in on that. I like Michael McDowell plus one forty five for a top ten as well. Um, I think that number is a little sleepy on the boy McDowell. Um, and then I also have. Suarez as top Chevy plus 900. I'm not sure if that's gotten any larger or where that's at now. I put that in before practice um, as well as uh, let's go with, oh, Ty Gibbs top Toyota. Now with mm-hmm. Tyler Reddick going as fast as he is, that's not looking as good as before, but uh, you know, if he has any issues, I think Ty Gibbs is going to be the second running Toyota behind Tyler Reddick. So kind of betting on issues there. I like it. You know, the McDowell thing for me, it, I, I do feel, especially because Greg Mathern, Greg, shout out to our guy, Greg. Greg has been talking about McDowell. He's been talking about Gibbs all week, even before practice, which I find very, uh, very Greg-like because Greg is a NASCAR Titan. And that's what Greg does. And he he was able to give us these plays before practice even happened. My question now is, is for Greg, is Greg getting some of this wizardry? Is he sucking the wizardry out of, of me and, and, and figuring these things out? Because he's got something. He's tuned in, dude. He yeah. was able to predict these pretty great. And the thing for me with McDowell, like that's I, Greg. I have a hard time putting aside – like my biases sometimes and i don't have many biases but i just i i don't get excited i hear you i hear you on that i i completely hear you on that and i i i've had to get over it and the only time i've i've gotten over it is is i'll bet a top 10 at a road course if they'll give you a nice number like plus 145 but i completely understand i can't i cannot I cannot take an outright on this guy. Like, but he is always running up front. I w- not up front. He's always running fifth to seventh at these road course races. And he's always just hanging around, especially last year. He lost his crew chief, but I think he's, I mean, I think he's just shown that he's going to ride around in the top 10. He's one of the most talented road course drivers in the field. Um, so I, I do like McDowell. I also like Suarez at top five at plus two sixty. If you can find that anywhere. Awesome. So now you guys know what Tony and I are riding and and we're going to kind of look around at some other stuff right now. Like I said, Caesars has the most odds out 
more than anybody, dude. They have a fuck every week. It's a playground. Like, yes, yes. I mean, everything from race winner, winning car number. We got all the top manufacturer bets, winning manufacturer. The top tens are out. You got Ford versus Chevy, Ford versus Toyota, Chevy versus Toyota. These are like spinoffs of Ford exactly. versus Ferrari. You you got you got Group A through Group H. You got. You got over winning car number over unders. You got exacta bets, which are the winner, like the winner and the second place finisher, exactly correctly right. And then you have the Quinellas, which are one two finisher, regardless whether they finish one or two. And I may not have explained that the best way. It's like that was that was great. They need to bring in more. Like that's like a, that's kind of like a horse racing bet. Um, they need to bring in more of that. Like like they got trifectas. I don't know uh, if they really do. do one, two, three. Like I, I don't I, think Caesars needs to bring anything out. They do they they are giving us so I feel like this is like going to Golden Corral. It is. Like, it's a buffet, <laughs> dude. It's a fucking buffet. And it's a good one. So so I th- there's so many things that that we can that we can choose pick and choose from, but I think we both agree that with the books kind of being a little sleepy, I've been sitting here refreshing Barstool because I feel like they'll be the next book to release this. But we have to talk about qualifying bets. And Tony, you've already got some qualifying bets in. I have not been able to get my qualifying bets uh, nailed down yet. So you were able to do that earlier in the day. I want you to go ahead and tell us what books and where you you got these odds at and who you have before we go and read off everything that's available right now in Caesars. Yeah, I um, all of these bets are on Bavada. That's where I was able to find my odds. Um, and I have got a unit and a half spread across five different drivers. I've got Kyle Larson at plus 550, Kyle Busch at 900, Bowman at 12 to 1, the Dinger, the Road Ringer, AJ Almendinger at plus 900, and then Suarez the Mexican at plus 1000. Please explain why, for, for people that are listening to this, please explain why you call him that. Please do that. There, <laughs> the Just Southern, say. I can't remember what year it was, but it was the same Southern 500 that uh, that Jones boy nickname was. Uh, born for Eric Jones. They're coming back from a commercial and Ken Squire is in the booth and Suarez is like his right front is on fire and they're just zooming in on his car and it's just a hard cut comeback from commercial and the first thing that is said on the broadcast is Ken Squire and just his official, you know, old Ken Squire voice. Uh, fourth caution of the affair, Suarez, the Mexican. <laughs> I just die. <laughs> I it's it's my favorite soundbite of any NASCAR announcer ever. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that everyone was aware of that, so that they didn't think Tony's just like racist against Mexican. This was Ken. <laughs> this was Ken's fault. This is an old man, and he probably didn't give a shit. Who knows where where you know God re- God. I, I was gonna say God rest his soul, but he might not be dead. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, it's just those old people ways. So I just wanted to explain that. But I think it's funny. But I mean, literally, I mean, he is he is Mexican. That is true. He, he is, I, I he is not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I I do like those bets, and I think that they're great. I looking at what Caesars has to offer right now. I think that there's no doubt about it that I am betting on Tyler Reddick, even at the plus 260 that they have him offered for fastest qualifier. So if I was going to make my picks right now, I'm going with Tyler Reddick, obviously. 
The next one I'm going with is Ross Chastain at plus 750. I think that for the practice times, uh, I find it kind of wild that he is there because this could be the first real poll that Ross gets. Ross has not won a poll yet, and I feel like if he's going to do it, this is going to be the track based off of what we saw in practice. So the plus 750 on Ross Chastain at Caesars is really solid. So I like that. Uh, also, Kyle Busch, plus 900, a guy that's been on a lot of polls. Mm-hmm. For him to be plus 900 here for this poll, I love that. So that is another one that I'm throwing down on, uh, the plus 900 on Cesars. And I would probably say if you want to go off of the recency bias of who's been great at qualifying, uh, Ryan Blaney actually had a, a poll at this track. He was plus 1,500, and I want to double-check that so I'm not giving you guys false information. But I'm pretty sure that I've read that Ryan Blaney had a poll at this track. The track qualifying record, Ryan Blaney, 92.759 miles per hour. If I'm looking at the odds on Cesar's right now for fastest qualifier, I like Larson, Suarez, Chastain, and Bush. Those are the guys I can put my my money down on. I feel like I feel like they're right there. If you look at just if it, I know we were talking earlier that we don't like to look at the overall times, but if you look at the overall times, it can kind of tell you what these guys can kind of do at one lap. If they were just trying to put down at least one heater to see if they had some speed in their car there, every, I mean, Reddick is gapping the field by half a second, but everybody else is kind of around that half a second mark. So if these guys can kind of figure out where Reddick is making up that half a second overnight, I, I feel like maybe we could we could get lucky. The main takeaway, I guess, from all of this is if you look at all this data, the easiest thing to do is who is one through three when you look at practice results, who is one through three when you look at overall lap averages and five lap averages. And I think that one of those guys are going to get the pole at this race. So if you bet off of that, you're, we're looking here at Reddick, Larson, Chastain, we go over to lap averages on, and this is on NASCAR.com. Byron Blaney McDowell, stay away from the McDowell thing, and then Reddick Chastain or Kyle Busch. So I think out of that sample right there, one of those guys technically should get the pole. It's Red Dog for me, Ross Chastain plus seven fifty, Kyle Busch plus nine hundred, Ryan Blaney plus fifteen hundred, and I'll probably just go William Byron plus a thousand as well. And I think that's where I'm going to personally leave it. So I'm going to to pull Larson out of the picture. Okay. I feel like I, I, if I'm if I'm gonna have to choose, uh, you know, one of the faster guys when we're looking at just overall practice times or not overall lap averages, but just their practice results, it's either got to be Reddick or Larson, right? And you got to mm-hmm. leave one of those guys out because you're not gonna have any value. Yep. It, I, I'm I'm just gonna go with the shorter odds and be safe here with Reddick. You're gonna go with Larson. Correct. I am. I am going to fade the uh, in classic uh, me fashion. I feel once it once it gets too low, I got to just kind of take the other side. And so I will go Larson Suarez. Um, the more I keep thinking about it, man, Chastain just doesn't seem to qualify well for some reason. Um, I don't know if it's like a mental thing, uh, but like a road course, like isn't like a you know, too much different, like setup wise. So that's where I'm like, is it a mental thing or not? But uh, let's go, let's go Larson Suarez, Chastain Bush. 
those will be my that'll be i got four dinger as a long shot the dinger of the road ringer aj allman dinger at plus 1200 on caesars okay so there you have it there's our qualifying bets and they will also be available tomorrow morning i'm going to go ahead and make my card tonight because on saturday my child's birthday party i'm going to be pretty much tapped out all day so i'm not going to get to celebrate this i'm, I'm i don't even, i'm not even going to know what happened and that's mainly because i have no fucking cell phone service uh at my house and that's because verizon wireless fucked something up on the tower and i found that out yesterday so that's why yeah, so they need to come fix that shit, and I can actually keep up with shit at my house again. That would be nice. Uh, come on, Verizon. Uh, help us out. Maybe well, we'll if you can get it loaded, back. I'll do a double header on playback. Ooh, that, that, that could be cool. I don't know. I don't know if that will happen at this very moment or not. But the, the beauty of it is, is that Sunday we will be on playback, and mm -hmm. we'll be watching the race, and we will be calling it. Tony will be there. It's going to be me, Garage Guy Tony. That's all I know for right now. We may have some other guests join us as well. But on Sunday for the Echo Park Grand Prix, if you want to watch it on Fox, that's fine. But you can watch it on Fox on playback.tv slash garage guys. So make sure that you go sign up for playback. Again, playback.tv slash garage guys. That's where you're going to want to be on Sunday because we like to turn the broadcast down and then you can just hear us call the entire race. And, and that's way more fun. Let's be honest. A lot of people have been talking shit about the Fox broadcast all year. I love those guys. I think they're great. Uh, I don't listen to broadcasts. I turn the TV down. I put music on. I watch racing. I wait for my bets to cash. That's how I roll. That's how I do things with NASCAR. Some people are more traditional, and they want to watch and listen. Just listen to us. This is better. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. I, I mean, t Tony went ape shit. Tony got that Willie B win the last time we did uh, playback. So that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. I remember that. I, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you get to watch us go ape shit. So it's going to be great. So again, playback.tv slash garage guys. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this. We hope that we we, we were decently informative and, and we hope that you have a great weekend and that you win some fucking money. Uh, again, shout out Tony, his first appearance on the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast. Tony Tone. I appreciate it. It was yeah, a blast. You. Let's win some money. Yeah, we're going to do that. So we're going to we're going to hit these bets. We're going to cash. Make sure you're in the discord. It's free. That's where you will find our qualifying cars. I'm getting ready to run mine right now here uh, late at night. And then this podcast is going to get ran next too. so uh, this is all happening before you listen to it. And that's how podcasts work. So thank you for listening. Shout out is Coda Road. We're back on road. Gucci Mane Drake. Go listen to it. See you later.